You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I'm Joe Horsmeyer, and to my left is Jeff Verhelst. Jeffrey, you wanted to do something different today. Yeah, I do. I don't know if I have a question right now, but <sighs> I think the the guest here gave us a good one. So, I think I think we've all run across this question when we when we get up in the morning. We ask ourselves, feeling like P Diddy. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> with with a bottle of orange oh, juice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Orange juice. Okay. Um. Do I do I want Johnsonville breakfast patties or do I want Johnsonville breakfast links? Links, links, hands down. Now I will say I'm a breakfast sandwich connoisseur. So oh, that's the fair. other day we had little mini bagels, and then made a little egg, and then we had the breakfast patty, and it made a little sandwich, mm-hmm. a bagel sandwich, and it was really good. See, so, I I think that's the difference there is if you're doing something like that like if i'm just going to have meat in the morning yeah with my eggs or whatever gotcha. it's going to be links so but if if i know that i'm getting a sammy or something to that effect i'm gonna have but i think i'm gonna keep the patties in the freezer or the fridge whatever just so i i force myself to have the sandwich mm. i think okay. i'd rather spend the extra time and it's and not a bad idea together. i need to get better at breakfast anyways so yeah. this well, is a very pertinent the question. other day i woke up early and i was like we're gonna have a re-, and it was like a wednesday morning <laughs> wait did you wake up going we're gonna have a really good day today <laughs> no i was just <laughs> saying we should have a good breakfast otherwise i'm just giving them a banana and a pop tart and be like i'm the best <laughs> at ever today i was like we should really eat a little bit better yeah, yeah. it's way better than just my cup of coffee all right. Morning. Yeah. Ugh. So Joe and I can't agree. But you know what? We're going to throw a little loop in the situation here and we're going to ask our guest. Now, this is the first time we've done this. So yeah. bear with us, folks. Mike is here and we'll get into Mike's story in a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. But you got to break the tie. Links or patties? Patties. It yeah. Sandwich or not. Patties. Now, what flavor? I like original. OK. OK. Do you do original? Do you do syrup on an original link or patty? If I'm having pancakes, yes. Oh. If I'm not, you just no. eat it straight up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's another thing too with Dude, pancakes. Put do a little baby pancakes, put a link uh, patty in there, mm-hmm. a little See, Sammy with the syrup delicious. on it, a, a little homemade little McGriddle. Dippy dippy. Yeah. Mm. See, Mike knows what's up. Mike Joe's wrong. My my stomach is literally like hurting right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're out there listening, uh, we are going to do this new thing where every week we're going to ask the uh, new questions. So if you're listening out there, please send your responses to off the clock at. Johnsonville.com. <laughs> That's my point, Joe. <laughs> Please send us your responses. We are going to tabulate the results, and at the end of the um, at the end of the week, we will announce the winner. I guess whatever the next podcast. The is. winner. Yeah. So yeah. it's literally between uh, breakfast patties or breakfast links, and it could be and and it, it doesn't uh, fresh or pre cooked. It's all the same. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not all the same, but, but it you, is all the same. It's, it's, um, the, it's the it's the shape that we're, the, we're, we're going for. It's the shape that counts. <laughs> yes. um, and then for extra credit, if you want to send some recipes, some other delicious <laughs> goodness, we will totally talk about it on air and probably sample it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. If you, get, if you send something really great in. I'm we'll, adding we'll, this in as we yeah, go right now because I'm we're so winging hungry. It. <laughs> oh, boy. Please um, feed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you exactly. actually want to come to the studio yeah, and, yeah. Uh, make and cook this food, up, it'd be great. Um, so along with that, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, little bit more audience participation would be amazing. So um, please reach out not only with the answer to these questions, but if you yourself want to be on the podcast or if you have uh, someone you work next to and you know that they have an epic story or not even an epic story, just a, just a story that's cool to talk about. Please reach out off the clock at Johnsonville.com. We would love uh, to sit down with them and uh, get their story out there. Johnsonville members are amazing, and that's literally the point of off the clock is to highlight that amazingness. So um, we love y'all, and we want to hear from you. So let's make this happen. Um, without any further ado, though, Jeff, that was a good one, right? I thought so. I, we didn't, I'm glad we didn't talk about the it. W word. No, we we and I'm not going to get it's a curse yeah. word. We don't say that no right. more. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, as as Mike jumped in earlier, we are sitting here with the one and only Mike Forster. Um, welcome, Mike. Happy to be here. Thank you. Great, great. Uh, so per usual, what is your on the clock story? All right. So a, a little bit about me. My my uh, Johnsonville story is relatively short. I'm at I think day ninety three or so. Ooh, Ooh, made it past the ninety mark. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's also keep you now. ninety yeah. days back in Wisconsin. <laughs> keep, spent, oh no. Spent the last handful in Houston, Texas. Literally at the worst part of the year, by the way. You were yeah. I got here, here February thirteenth. There was zero snow on the ground the day I arrived, and it snowed like every <laughs> three days. Including snow on May 1st. Mm. Yep. Yep. And I feel like (laughs) there might be another one coming just with this weird weather. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Anyways. That's uh, how I knew we were going to get to the W word. (laughs) You did that on purpose. (laughs) He tricked us. I think that's the I think that's the uh, I think for us, if you've been here all winter, you're just like another snowfall. It just doesn't phase you. But if you're new to it, you're like, this is unbelievable right Mm -hmm. now. Like. How is this a thing? You guys are okay with all this? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. We, Secretly, we we're not okay with it. <laughs> but we just smile. And <laughs> but then there's those folks who, who love the snow, and they're, like, yeah. out there snowmobiling and, and, and ice fishing and all that. I and do enjoy doing all that. But there comes a point in the wintertime where you're like, yeah, we're okay now. We're, we're good. We've done it all. We're ready. <laughs> we time all to voted. move on. Uh, yeah. It's time to be over. Yeah. So 93 days in. Yep. So I guess uh, my time here at Johnsonville, I am currently the maintenance coordinator over at the Meadowside facility. Okay. Um, it's been an amazing experience so far. Sweet. My background has all been with very large food companies. So I started with Kraft Foods first, then spent some time with Kellogg's making cereal, and the Kraft was making Philadelphia cream cheese. Mm. Um, so from cream cheese to cereal, and then I spent the last few with Pepsi making soda. Um so all very large food companies, yeah. mm-hmm. different. Each one was in a different state. So the first one was here in Wisconsin, back in oh, Beaverdam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kellogg's was in Omaha, Nebraska, and then Pepsi was in Houston, Texas. 
Okay. And then for personal reasons, that brings me back to Wisconsin. Just I couldn't get enough. We all come back. It's enough of the cold. <laughs> okay. Just had to get some more of that cold in. We all, we all move back. It's okay. um, better days are coming. Better days are Much coming. Summer days. is yeah. beautiful. Even yeah. the afternoons right now are absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in Houston, it is currently 90 degrees and 100% humidity. Oh, my God. And that is the temperature for the next six to eight months. So. Mm-hmm. You make it sound like I don't want to visit there, though. <laughs> you're not, beautiful you're place not to visit it. in February and March. Okay. okay. December, Christmas down. on the beach is really nice when wow. it's 75. Noted. Yeah. The beach Woo. is hideously ugly in Houston, <laughs> but <laughs> the weather's not bad. The weather's all right. Good. Well, now so, you have somewhere to visit then in, in January, February. Yep. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. All right. So then what in your 93 days, what would you say is your favorite part about working at Johnsonville? The members. The members, the members, the member engagement, the growth opportunities for members. These when I hear about like five star projects like I'm working with, I shouldn't say I'm working with, but I've had people like uh, Contura operators names Wayne. If, mm-hmm. if okay. Wayne's listening. Hey, Wayne. Um, Hello, Wayne. So Wayne's a Contura operator that a couple days a week. He's a Contura operator. And then a few days a week, he gets to do CI work. Like that's, yeah, that's so a cool. really cool thing that I've not experienced anywhere else. Really? Yeah. That's so encouraging. Yeah. For us, again, we grew, I grew up here yeah, in Johnsonville too. and, and I it's know just no second, so. second nature to me. You yeah. know, the so culture here is just so different and in an extremely positive way. Like my, my experience from the day I applied for the role to, to day 93, like everything has been fantastic. Like it, Everything was very clear. Um, I, I've got no complaints. Absolutely none here. All right, Mike, that was an epic uh, on the clock story, but I think that your off the clock story may be even more epic um, and very timely. Uh, as a matter of fact, last week uh, we had our health and wellness day. Um, so it would have been nice to, to release this on that Tuesday, but regardless, um, that was a big deal, uh, over at our, our global facility. We, we had a whole bunch of reps from different health and wellness. Did you make Mm -hmm. it there? Okay. Uh, yeah, I grilled all brats in the morning and as I'm grilling, I'm like, I noticed that. Yeah. I was like health and wellness, (laughs) grilling brats. You know what? Everything's good in moderation. Protein. Protein. Love it. To be fair, they did have the Gilbert's. Inside, oh, good. into a taco, but then they ran out like a couple hours in. Well, so it's because they were delicious. I, yeah. I think so. I think I heard were, they were delicious. People I were double upping. I think <laughs> rude. But anyways, as I'm talking about health and wellness here, the whole point of your off the clock is basically health and wellness, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, sir, I'm gonna give you the reins. You know, you you sent me an email talking about where you were at with your life and now where you're sitting today, and. It sounded amazing, so I'm going to let you kind of take over from there. All right. So I'll keep make a long story short, okay. <laughs> relatively short you at least. You got time. Take yeah. your time. But uh, going way back to senior year of high school, I'm in a three-sport athlete in great shape. Sure. Um, finished high school and just went off the rails. Gained the freshman 50 while <laughs> not going to college. Oh, like wow. it was. Wait a minute, it was, was very it, impressive. Was this supposed to be the 15? Yeah. Well, 15. I, I went to the 50. Okay, yeah. all right. So I shot up something like 50 pounds right after high school, uh, did, I don't know, P90X or Insanity or okay. one of those programs, mm-hmm. a little 60, 90-day thing, lost all of it, oh, nice. was in great shape and thought, all right, I'm done. I can go back <laughs> to eating the way I was and then gained 80 that time and then wow. 
fluctuated up and down for many years. And then fast forward to summer of 2017, uh, to paint a little picture, I'm 33 years old at that time. I have two small children. Let's see, they would have been about two and four. Um, I was roughly 420 pounds. I'm also 6'3", so I'm fairly tall. Um, on a bunch of different blood pressure medications, cholesterol medications, all of my health numbers are terrible. And it's it all comes down to you weigh way too much. Like my diet consisted of fast food every day. Like I, I was embarrassed as hell about it at the time. Yeah. But I mean, I worked second shift at, back bef- prior to this. I was working second shift as a mechanic for Kraft Foods. And I worked 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. And when I would get done at 9 p.m., I'd go straight to McDonald's drive-thru. Mm. I'd get two McDoubles, two McChickens, two large fries, and a large Coke. And that was my meal now right I'm before hungry. I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my regular order from McDonald's. Really? And that every was day, huh? Not necessarily every day. Some days I'd mix it up and get that same Wendy's. quantity from Taco Bell <laughs> oh, or Wendy's. But typically Holy it was smooth. McDonald's. Wow. So, I was not only at 420 pounds, I was gaining. Like I was actively gaining weight. The scale didn't go any higher. So, I mean, 420 is about where I topped out. I really don't know where the biggest was. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a picture of me in my boat at the time or standing next to the boat and my two kids are standing inside the boat. And I can remember looking at that picture going, I'm not going to live to see 40. Like I'm like legitimately – like, I think I'm going to have a heart attack. Like, and that, that's what sparked, I need to do something. At but 33 I, years old, you had that realization? 33 years old. I'm thinking, wow. I'm 33. I am in terrible shape. Like, I'm not making it to 40. Like, mm-hmm. And if yeah. I make it to 40, at the pace I'm going, I, it's not much after that. Like, I, that was a huge wake up. Like, there was no, no doctor told me you're going to die. There was no terminal condition yeah. or anything like mm-hmm. that. Just how I felt at the time. And it was time for a change. And part of my yo-yoing was I would go all in. Like, I'm going to do all this research. I'm going to tell the whole world. I'm going to make social media posts about it. I'm going to go buy all the workout clothes. I'm going to go buy all the supplements. I'm going to have magazines. I'm going to be gung-ho. And that's what I would do. And then realize 30 days into it, like, oh, my God, I'm really struggling. I haven't had a single cheat meal in 30 (laughs) days. Like, So I learned you're going too much too fast. So this time around, I decided, all right, I need to make a change, but I can't keep doing the same thing I've been doing. I keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result, and it's not working. Mm -hmm. So this time, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not even at the time, I'm not even telling my wife that I'm going to try to lose weight. I read about this thing called intermittent fasting, which was basically you skip breakfast. Like it was a fancy word for, hey, don't eat breakfast. Sure. So for... I structured mine so I had an eight-hour eating window each day, and it was like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So at 10 o'clock is when I could have my first bite of food, and at 6 p.m. is when my last bite was. So during that time, I still ate McDonald's. I still ate Taco Bell, but I could only eat, and pardon my language, but I could only eat like an ass (laughs) (laughs) for eight hours at least. So that got me to the point where, okay, I noticed that I feel better. Mm when I'm not eating all this crap. So when I'm fasting in the morning, like I feel okay. Mm -hmm. Then I start eating this crap and I feel worse. And I started correlating that with, okay, Um, the crappy food, I'm not feeling the best. At that time, I'm not really working out or anything. Um, So 
kind of continued along that path and realized, hey, if I start replacing some of these crappy meals with better quality, just a good clean source of protein and a carb and some fruits and vegetables, I could do that and lose more weight and feel better. But it wasn't about losing weight. It was about I felt better. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was slowly losing weight. And again, I'm not telling anybody at this time. Like yeah. I'm doing the fasting and I was briefly Does anybody talking. notice it at all? Not really because it was real slow. Like okay. it was real minor changes. A pound or two here or there a week. Yep. Okay. It, it was okay. not very rapid at all. Yeah, uh, especially compared to the other one where you would yes. lose pounds yep. so quickly everybody would notice. And then Which that was part of the fun of telling oh, everybody yeah. was everybody notices. And now this time I'm doing it and, then and they nobody's say, yeah, noticing. They notice, say something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a weird feeling, but it, it seemed to be working. So I kind of kept along that same path. And then at some point it, the weather got nicer and it was, hey, let's start taking walks around the block. Mm, okay. Nice. And that was a workout for me. Yeah. So taking the kids on a walk and then the kids want to ride bikes. So it's, all right, how am I going to get my big butt on a bike? <laughs> and for whatever reason, I decided rollerblades was the ticket for me. Wow. Rollerblades. So I was like 300. <laughs> I haven't heard sweet. them in a long time. I yeah. was like 350 pounds. I wear a size 15 shoe. You can't find rollerblades, but there is one single rollerblade on the face of the earth that was made for big people. Okay. And I bought it and I rollerbladed like crazy. I would do, there was a, in Omaha, there was a loop around this little nature area. It was beautiful right in the middle of the city. You'd see deer walking through and they had a really nice paved path that it was a six mile loop. So I would do that loop two times in less than an hour. Oh, wow. And it ended up getting competitive. So it was, hey, yesterday I did it in 62 mm-hmm. minutes. So today it's got to be less than that. And yeah. every day I had to do it in less time. Now, and did you rollerblade as a kid before? Like, yeah, so like I was played roller time. hockey when I was a kid. Okay, street okay, hockey right. a little bit. <laughs> Never like really got on ice skates. Surprise! Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So rollerblading with the kids, they're riding bikes. Okay, all right. Um, that makes a little more sense. <laughs> so at that point, like, I'm feeling better now. I'm, mm-hmm. like, weight loss is really starting to move. I'm talking to more people about it. Um, and I thought, okay, I want to I want to get try doing some running. So I start running, but being that heavy, shin splints was so incredibly painful Eek. that I couldn't. I had to stop running. And at that point, it, my shins hurt so bad I couldn't rollerblade either. Oh, so no. now it's okay. This is really bad. Back I'm going to go backwards is yeah. what it was. My, my fear is I'm going to end up in a little bit of a depression, not be working out. Yeah. I'm afraid, hey, I'm going to lose this progress I made. So then it's okay. What can I do? Sure. That's still going to get me to lose weight. And at the time, I didn't know you could weightlift to lose weight. <laughs> so you were in all these sports and you never did you ever weightlift? Kind of. But okay. So I went to a super small school like my I was in sports, but it wasn't much of a. Like, it was I, more of running around. And, yes, you know, okay. it was. Yeah. It wasn't. I never, we never took it real serious. Like well, I, not that you were like in wrestling or something, because those guys do yes. lift, lift nope. one day a week. Or yeah, whatever, we did or some weightlifting. So I had like a, a basic ex- weightlifting experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, right after high school, I worked for a uh, quad graphics making magazines. Oh yeah, okay. And I worked with a guy named Jan Hankus from the Czech Republic. Okay. Oh, great name. And he yeah. was a amateur bodybuilder. Wow. And he I spent a few months just roughly learning Listening. how to do then this was like his old school bodybuilding <laughs> for like three months I ate boiled chicken breast. Oh no. Brown rice and a tiny dab of sugar free barbecue sauce. And that's what we would eat every single meal. Like, he would come and check my lunchbox when I got to work every day. And if there was anything else in there, he threw it away. What was that again? The, the rundown again. The, boiled, boiled chicken breast. 
boiled chicken to literally breast? boil a pot of water and put the chicken you breast put in it. Oil, if you, you fried put seasoning in oil or and like that, it's all extra. That calories. was the philosophy back then. <laughs> That's still a thing. Chicken breast, rice, chicken, and, yep, and cauliflower. Yep, but I actually add that. seasoning on the chicken. No, now no. is the only difference. <laughs> okay. There's different ways to cook. You don't have to boil it. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, that's so that's a disgusting. myth. It is disgusting. <laughs> I'm, well, it's, I'm it's living. It's flavorless at that point. You're just and eating the it for the carbs. It's so overcooked. The oh, texture. Really? I suppose. It's work to chew it. Like you're getting a jaw workout from chewing it. <laughs> that's how you look. It's, a, it's a part of the, <laughs> yeah, part of the, of the process. Yep. Yeah. Oh, but oh, that's oh, what he told me. It was part of the process. <laughs> so, you know, I was 20 years old. What do I know? When okay. you were, you, and so you had gained all the weight. So that was perfect for you because you were trying to lose it all. And so you probably lost it all really quickly eating only that. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, back then I lost a ton of weight yeah. and was in great shape, but <laughs> not sustainable, though. Yep. To, to the whole story. Okay. Yep. So, so, anyway, you're finding yourself. Yep. Back, like, we're about 2018 now. I'm about right. a year into this journey, but the shin splints are terrible. I can't run, I can't rollerblade. So, it's okay. I'm going to join a gym and try weightlifting mm. and see what does that do. And that game changer, like, absolute. I have progress photos from when I started to about when I started weightlifting. Okay. You can see some changes. Mm-hmm. And when I started weightlifting, like it lit that on fire. Like it was wow. this atomic bomb that went off. And it also like I love weightlifting. Like I've really grown a passion around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I joined a, a small gym and just learned how to weightlift. I downloaded an app called FitBod. Okay. Anybody who wants to get into weightlifting, there's so much information online. Like, go on YouTube. There's yeah. There's a ton of stuff out there. Oh, but sure. FitBod was a fantastic app. So you'd enter, here's the equipment I have available, and it would build a workout for you. Mm. You'd click on the exercise. It would show you a video. It tracks your sets, your reps, how much weight did you do last time, how much weight should It does it all for you. you That's pretty to, slick. You just show up and wait for a workout. Wow. Like, takes all, all the, work is, the yeah, guesswork yeah. out That's of it. That's so cool. I remember um, I had friends who were literally doing that, but on paper. Yep. And they were tracking yep. what they were lifting, yep. and then the next day they'd like it would, it would look like a, you know, a staggered yep. chart basically yep. by the time they were done with it. But I yep. remember we would get a magazine, and every magazine every month had a new workout. So yep. we got the new one. That's the workout we're doing, and yep. then it would be in there. And huh. I remember it'd be like, okay, that's what we're doing this month, and yeah, yeah. The, the and we were trying to find something very similar where. All the work is done out of it, you know, mm-hmm. somebody, but we only had magazines at the time. And it know? even tracked, like, your PR, so it would say, oh, hey, wow. that last set was a PR, just so you know. Or hey. my favorite was the total amount of weight you lifted in that session. Oh, that's, oh, cool. that's cool. That was cool. So, like, I would see 50,000 pounds some leg days. Like, that's what? cool to see. Hey, in the last hour, I picked up 50,000 pounds. Like, that was pretty cool. That's insane. Yeah. I got a fun story about that. Like, uh, maybe we can get into later. <laughs> okay. After okay. the bike. <laughs> about some... Uh, yeah. A little crazy up in my head after <laughs> sure, after sure. one day that I didn't hit that fifty thousand oh, pounds. No. Oh, yeah. but anyways, so you don't take me as an intense person. I'm not. Um, <laughs> the working out keeps my crazy under control. I was gonna say, I, I mean, just the fact that, kind of that you're you're like um, all or nothing. I mean, even let's go back to the fact that your um, the strategy of I'm not gonna tell anybody. Think mm-hmm. about that. That's a not necessarily all or nothing, but it's like, all right, that didn't work. Let's go full swing to the other yep. side. You know, not something so, in the middle. That's me. I'm saying that because I appreciate it. Okay, mm-hmm. I, that's exactly how I am. <laughs> but I, I'm the same way because I don't really want to tell somebody because if you do fail, at least you only. I don't want to hear about it from everybody. Mm-hmm. Like that's my big thing. Is mm-hmm. that like I got to do this on my own? It doesn't matter what other people say or do. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. and if I have a bad day. I recognize it's a bad day and then you move forward or whatever, but like, I don't need to hear it from every, Oh, you know, this, that, what are you eating today? It's like, I I'm working through this, you yep. know? And that, I think that's a big, big, 
big thing that I, I agree with. I think that's great. That yeah, it is. That happened. Cool. All right. So you're eating boiled chicken. No, we're past the nope. boiled chicken. No, the I, boiled I know chicken. that, but I still can't get over it. <laughs> we should do boiled chicken next time no. for the podcast. Yeah, I'll be I'll more than happy in. to bring you some oh, meal prep. He, even pop back he in. even <laughs> said, don't do it. I know, but he, look at the smile on his face. Yeah, he's, he's happy just, to have he you eat it. He wants to watch us <laughs> suffer. All right. So uh, you, you found a new passion in weightlifting. You're, yep. you're, the pounds are literally falling off. <laughs> and, then, and then where are you at now then? So- um, what's next really got into weightlifting that's 2018 going into 2019 and at that time i made a we made a change moved from omaha nebraska to houston texas oh, that's right, yep. um got to houston october of 2019 uh the apartment we were staying at at the time had a gym so i worked out there oh, nice. oh cool that's and awesome february 2020 we see an ad for a free kids karate class. So we take my children to a check out a kids karate class and I see the sign on the door that says uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So I ask about that because I've always had an interest in it, but don't really know anything about it. And uh, they say, yeah, come on in and check out a couple classes for free. So I, I went back in, I think that night, it was a Monday night. And I thought I was in okay shape when I walked in there. <laughs> I learned I was not in any kind of shape whatsoever. Oh, um, I've never just been manhandled as a big guy. <laughs> I've never just been, yeah, manhandled is yeah, the way to put yeah. it. Where I'm not, it doesn't matter what I want or what I'm telling you. Like yeah. if I tap, they stop. Oh, yeah, but yeah, outside of, of tapping, there's nothing I can do in this situation. And it was extremely humbling, like extremely oh, wow. humbling. And I, I loved it. Absolutely fell in love <laughs> with Brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu. And Brazilian jiu-jitsu, that's, it's the... Wrestling with submissions. Okay, I was just. I don't want no to punching, say like, no striking, yeah. no kicking. Okay, okay. It's, it's. I it's, know. I know. I there's a another like a media personality or whatever that I've listened to, and he was talking about that, and he said it's just you lose almost every day, but he, you just can't get enough of it. Yes. I was like, that's so nuts. Where you just get you go stomped. every day, and yeah, he said you you you, you suck every day for and years, you, and you get incrementally better and it's he's like i just can't stop and i was like that's such a crazy thing like if that was let's say bowling every day every day you you got one pin better it'd be like you'd be like enough of this i suck you know like yep. but like people get addicted to it and mm -hmm. yeah. they love it it's yeah it's so it's been described to me as like chess but with bodies okay it's, mm. it's very much um, a mental game I, as well i have a friend of mine he's they, he's about to get married and um his fiance is uh, she was on the Olympic team for jujitsu um, short little thing. And he's about as tall as I am. I'm 5'11 and kind of has a chest like yours where he's just a stock, like just built. Mm -hmm. I've seen pictures of her completely flipping him and his legs are up, you know, <laughs> over his. It looks amazing. And, and for her to be able to do that, I mean, that's just look ugh. up uh, UFC one. Okay. Oh, wow. That is like where ju Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was not born, but the Gracie family is where it okay. started. And if okay. you go back and watch UFC number one, first of all, it looks nothing like today's <laughs> sure, UFC. Sure, sure. There's no weight classes. It was this martial art versus this martial art. Oh, and oh okay. The Gracie, I, I can't remember which Gracie family member it is specifically, just wipes the floor with everybody, and he's substantially smaller than everybody. Really? And does it without punching and kicking, and he's choking everybody out. Really? So it's it's an amazing art, it, and it's it really is an art. 
Okay. So anyway, so yeah, yeah. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yep. I'm doing that a handful of days a week for two weeks, and then COVID hit. Uh, oh, shut it down. Two weeks into my Jiu Jitsu journey, gym is closed. My apartment gym is closed. They closed the department. Oh wow. Everything is closed. My world mentally felt like it was crashing sure so then i go into my fitbot app and i type in body weight only and i'm doing push-ups and air squats and i'm like going crazy yeah luckily one of my jujitsu friends that i met in the last two weeks decided to put mats in his garage oh okay and me him and one of our coaches trained every single day in there oh wow great morning or night we would get together and train every day so i kept training and uh Training in a garage in March, April, May, June. Oh, no. I want to say the gyms open back up in July. No AC in Houston. You get acclimated to the heat real quick. Uh, I'm sure that helped weight loss too, huh? (laughs) So like how I said, weightlifting lit my weight loss on fire. This was a whole new level of working out. Wow. the, The cardio and the explosive power and the wrestling. So I'm training all through, and this is probably, I don't know, three to six months that gyms are closed, just Mm -hmm. training in the garage. And uh, eventually gyms reopen. And in the meantime, I also built a weightlifting gym in my own garage at the apartment. I had a little one-car garage that had two squat racks, a couple benches, like we figured out. I'd heard that during COVID, all the workout gear was being bought up, and you couldn't find it for a while. The prices were so astronomically high. I got to see the entire city of Houston driving around, picking up weightlifting equipment. Yeah. Like when we were not working for a short period of time, I was driving all over the city, picking up, here's dumbbells over here, here's a barbell over here. Yeah. That's all I did, and I got I got really lucky because prices were like four to ten times. Yeah. Like it was amazing, it was crazy. Yeah. But I got a really good setup for a good price. Good, good. And that's what carried me through. I mean, not all of COVID, but so at you, least were, you were open. lifting while doing this Brazilian, yep, Brazilian jujitsu. So I would train jujitsu once <laughs> once a day when we were doing it in the garage, okay. and then I would still weight lift. So oh, I was wow, doing okay. basically two a days. Mm-hmm. Um, gyms reopen, and I want to go because I do all or nothing. Mm. It's <laughs> there's not really much for the middle, so the gyms reopen, and I decide, hey, we do some MMA training. There's a couple fighters that train out of this gym. Oh. I'm 38 years old. I have zero martial arts experience. I want to fight before I'm 40. I want to get in a cage, and I want to try fighting. Um, So then that started a whole nother level of training. Like, that was three a days. It would be jujitsu in the morning, potentially jujitsu at night. Right after work, I'd try to get a weightlifting session in. I was trying to do yoga because my flexibility was horrible. And Wednesday nights was wrestling night. Thursday nights was striking. Like it was in an insane schedule. I was constantly injured. Um, And most of them were just small injury. Like this ear is hard as a rock. I got cauliflower ear. Okay. So we had to have drain that a whole bunch of times. Um, I've got ribs that are popped out. Like this one still sticks way out. I've had golf balls sticking out welts oh, out of sure. my obliques and that's uh, normal elbows and shoulders <laughs> oh, and no. like and it, every mm. ache and pain possible oh. way severely overtraining. but i did it for about a year like i was bound and determined i was gonna fight before 40 um i got to the point where i i was probably a few months away from it and i entered in a brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament 
and I was nursing a hip injury. I was having nerve pain going down my leg. Yeah. Um, but I decided to compete anyways because what the heck. And first match, I lost to points. That's just a whole other crazy experience of there's a room full of people. And when that match started, it was just me and him. Oh. I didn't even notice there was a ref on the mat. I didn't notice a single other person. Like, it was tunnel vision down to it's just me and him in this entire room, and there's nothing else happening. I, wow. like, like, back I, at the garage almost. Again. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't remember the first three minutes of the match. Like, wow. I can re- and I can watch the video and remember the point where, okay, now I remember where I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, but cool experience. Um, Surreal I, almost. Yeah, it's like something you, you know, unless yes. you've been there. Something the adrenaline is check off your insane. List. Right. Um, so my second match, I re-injured my leg, mm. couldn't move my left leg at all, so I got submitted in the second match, um, and then decided to take some time off and let my hip actually recover properly. Yeah. So during that time, I decided, all right, I'm going to take a break from the MMA and the jiu-jitsu, let some of these injuries heal, try to work on my mobility. In the meantime, I'm going to focus on weightlifting. So I joined a gym called the Iron Den back in League City, Texas, right by – we were just south of Houston where I lived. Um, and I joined it as a, I'm going to go take weightlifting classes. Like they did classes and they did personal oh, wow. training. So sure. I signed up for a package for like a 12-week program. Um, R- real quick, at what? where's your weight at at this point? Because remember, like this all started oh, yeah. from you just wanting to yeah. lose weight. So so at that point, like I'm in great shape. Like I was sure, in, I would hope so. I was like 230 <laughs> pounds um with probably muscle yeah low body fat yeah when i competed at i think i was like 235 when i competed man and i was right around 10 to 12 percent body fat probably 12 um so when you you lost 200 pounds at that point i'm real close to down 200 pounds i'm down like 180 Mm because i got down to 210 summer of 2021 okay wow yeah, so, so I've lost half of my body weight. Yeah, 200 at that point. And then since Goodness. then, I've been trying to just bulk and just yeah, yeah. curious to see how big I can get. Or <laughs> The opposite way. Yes. So anyway, so now you're going to the... the, the so join the Iron Den yeah, as a member. Yeah. I'm taking a couple classes a week, working with a personal trainer, and the personal trainer is actually one of the guys I fight with. Oh, so oh, he's okay. got my training geared still towards fighting and jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. But two weeks into it, the operations manager at the gym said, hey, after class, come in the office and talk to me. Okay, what? She was she was kind of scary. So she's a professional bodybuilder. I don't know if Jackie will hear this, but uh, (laughs) at the in the moment, she was a very intimidating lady. She was (laughs) on prep. She was about two weeks out from her. I think that was her first pro show. So um, imagine eating like I don't know six hundred calories a day or something. You're not in a very good mood. Oh, because you're because you're trying to cut. (laughs) You're cutting. You're cutting. You're getting ready for a show. (laughs) And she's crazy lean and jacked. Like so, just the whole experience is intimidating. So the whole class, I'm thinking, oh my god, Jackie, like, why does she want to talk to me? Like I'm thinking, I'm getting (laughs) called to the principal's office. (laughs) But I get in there afterwards, and she says, hey, you got any interest in being a personal trainer? Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, I, where did this come from? You don't know, but yeah, sure. I mean, I've learned on my own. I take videos of myself. Like, I think my mm-hmm. form's pretty good. And she says, we'll teach you. We have people that'll teach you how to do it. Mm. So I said, all right, sign me up. So I took on just a couple clients, and this was July of 2021. So this is, I'm at my lowest weight. I'm at like 210, 215. Sure. Um, and I started working as a personal trainer, and this was um more of a bodybuilding gym but they were kind of in a transition phase 
So there was a lot more older older people joining, trying to just change their life. So we kind of sure. changed into a bit of a transformation gym, but it was yeah. all focused on weightlifting. Like okay. cardio was a bad word there. Like <laughs> oh, you get you get cardio was. by lifting more weights. Got it. <laughs> You're moving your arms up and down. Yes, yeah. you do twenty reps. That'll get <laughs> yeah. you your cardio. Yeah. So um, started. Like, I loved it. Absolutely loved seeing people get better, seeing people improve um, physically, mentally, all around. Like, I, I still have clients. I haven't worked there for um, about a year, a year okay. and a half. Okay. And I still have some of the clients that reached, that were there that are still on their journey, getting really? progress pictures. Oh, yeah. And oh, that's great. It's that's so awesome. cool. I had one guy that was a little bit older than me. He's down over 100 pounds now. Another lady that joined that she had never weightlifted before. She's down 50 pounds. Nice. Um, the shocking part for me was seeing people's self-esteem rise. Too. Yeah. That was like my, that would probably be my favorite part. And I've got, there's one client that I had, had, had slash have, and I'll still check in with her every <laughs> sure. once in a while. Young lady that when she joined, she wasn't in a good place mentally. Mm -hmm. And she, turns out she's a powerlifting beast. <laughs> so I coached her through her first powerlifting meet. Like she, she's a, just to see her grow, like mm -hmm. a, to, to see mm -hmm. that growth from so many different people. I mean, I had a, a one client that he was 15 years old and he's like, we're looking at D one football scholarships. Oh, wow. Like huge kid. He was bigger than me. Oh, <laughs> he's 15. Oh, and then gosh. I had another client. She was a 60 year old lady that, when she joined, she couldn't stand up from a chair without being able to pull on something. Mm, really? And we worked for a few months, and she's doing squats. Like, oh, nice. so cool to just to educate people on weightlifting and then to see the changes that picking up heavy stuff and putting it down. Like, <laughs> there's some real, there's some real stuff Benefits. here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, so I worked as a personal trainer for about a year. Ultimately, it just it got to be too much. Okay. Um, at my peak, I was working full-time for Pepsi still as a maintenance manager, which was a very demanding job. And I had 32 clients and five classes a week. Mm. That was my part-time side hustle that was part-time all the time. Yeah. So that got to be too much. So I backed off of clients. Uh, but unfortunately, my workload at Pepsi increased at the same time. So then it was I'm skipping my workouts mm. to help other people and – I was heading down a rough path, so I decided, hey, I need to completely separate, and that's about when I was going to start figuring out moving up here anyways. Yeah. Okay. So, um, did, did you ever have the thought of like about, like doing it full-time? Did that ever cross your mind? Yeah, it has. Okay. Like trying to do something on my own or yeah. even just something on the side. Like I really enjoy helping people do it. Mm. I just I haven't quite figured out how to make everything fit. Like how do I still maintain my health while – taking care of everything that metal side needs. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But no, I mean, at the time, though, like, if you had quit Pepsi, would would you have been able to do that no. full time? No. no. Okay. Huge pay difference. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just curious because, you know, it's always, like, the dreams to have a job that you love, yep. you know, and, and it sounds like you can tell there's obviously some passion there. Yep. I don't know if you quite have the passion for Pepsi and Johnsonville, <laughs> which is understandable, but, like, you know, I think that's a dream. I mean, even Joe and I always had the, you know, as a podcast, you're like this is great, this is fun. We could do it full time and not be paid at all, yep. you know. And yeah, yep. and so yeah. there's always that hope or that dream or you know that back in the mind thing. So it paid better than I expected going into it, um, 
but really for me it was the benefits like getting and not like medical benefits oh, like no no it's the benefits of yeah free gym oh, free yeah. access to yeah. professional bodybuilders mm-hmm. like to have access to that was amazing sure so you you did all that work down there and you mm-hmm. moved up to wisconsin were you able to bring any of that up here were you able to so I don't day one. You're like, where's the gym? Like, <laughs> yes, right out, right out of. Right I was out reading of on Johnsonville's website, and I saw a fifteen thousand square foot fitness facility, and I was like, oh my god, it's brand new. I mean, it as literally, of, yeah, what, yes, year five years. Ago, yeah. And if if you have not met our personal trainer yet, um, have not. My wife Lynn has. She's intense. Is apparently. a black belt in judo. She's been to two Olympic games. She was training po- partners with Ronda Rousey's mother. I'm already scared. Oh, interesting. So she's okay. scary. That me. would be my, a fantastic my wife candidate for the podcast. Just unfortunately, hear, she's not a Johnsville member. Uh, we, my wife's like, you should interview her. I'm like, we can't. Didn't think, think about so. that. Johnsville Love to. Member. Apparently, she's become broken a Johnsonville every- member, and we'll absolutely <laughs> get you on here. Yes, <laughs> Apparently, yeah. she's broken every toe in her in both of her feet. Like, I, could, I could see that multiple <laughs> times. She said, "I was Judo's like, that's, a lot of throwing." It's a weird. People. It's a weird. A lot flex. of throwing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd throw me across the room right now. Apparently she's pretty intense in a good way. Yep. You know. Oh, good. So yeah, just learning great access to fitness stuff. Like there's days I'll walk over to the gym and hey, I don't have meetings for an hour. I'm gonna mm. go get my workout in now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like that's a a really cool tool to have access to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you done any um, you know work since Texas on just working with other people or do people even know? that not really <laughs> so you're gonna get a yeah. lot of messages yeah. after this. I'm, I'm more than happy to help um sure. right now i'm struggling to get my own health back under yeah. control okay so okay. right now I'm, ca- I'm carrying and i i don't hide this part of it but it's sure. a struggle like this just because you make it to the lost hey i lost 210 pounds that's not the end yeah there's, there's work like to do, this right? keeps going indefinitely Another and that's 40 years that's what i've gotten my head wrapped around i'm gonna work out forever yeah. Uh, full transparency since the day I moved here, the 93 days, I've probably gotten 20 workouts in total. Okay. Like, it's been a struggle. See, and for someone like you, that's like, that's, that's for someone bad. like me, I'm like, good work, buddy. No, You're I doing should, good things. If I'm on day 93 here, I should have 93 workouts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, that's fair. My diet's been rough. I mean, it, okay. life gets in the way, life happens. A and big, it's a big move, big change. And the reason I say that is I don't consider this failure. Like that's sure. back when I was yo-yoing, this right. would have been a fail for me. And okay. I would have looked at it as a failure. What's the point in continuing to try? I screwed it up. I'm going back to eating the same way I used to. Uh-huh. And the difference this time is now I understand it's not a failure. Like life happens. I ate some extra food. So what? Yeah, I skipped yeah. a workout. Like, no, I can't make that a habit. I have to still get in the gym. I'm still getting there two to three days a week. Um, but I feel the difference. I mean, I'm carrying oh, sure. an extra 10 or 20 pounds that I probably don't want right now. Okay. I mean, I'm sitting at 274 pounds this morning. So <laughs> I haven't even as jumped of, on a as scale. Of 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I watch my weight like a hawk. That's not a good thing to do when you're losing weight, though. The scale <laughs> is just a number. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, wow. But no, I have not had the chance. Like I've, I've, I want to figure out a way that I can still help people. But right now, it's just trying to wrap my head around everything. Sure. Metal side. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. You're you're learning a new role. You're learning mm-hmm. a new company. Um, and you went you, from a company that made soda to 
brats. Yep. So, yeah, yep. meat it's is be a some difference. A little bit of difference there. <laughs> um, a little bit more calories. But the, the thing that I love about I mean, I'm literally thinking just in terms of our Johnsonville lingo, you know, learn for life. Um, you know, literally stretching and growing, mm-hmm. like physically and mentally. Yep. Um, being you know, candid with yourself. On absolutely, you're you're doing all the right things. So it's it's encouraging to hear that you're not beating yourself up mm-hmm. too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're holding yourself <laughs> accountable, but at the end of the yeah. day, you know, you're not falling into a slump. Yep. And I mean, again, full transparency in general. Like, if you find yourself doing that, reach out. Johnsonville's a family, man. We're we're here to lift you up. So, yeah. um. You you got that out there, folks? If if the yep. young man across from us here needs some help, you lift him up. No, but yeah. um, ask him if he worked out every day. Yeah, <laughs> no, please hold him accountable. <laughs> I do go think, with him. Though, no, that go with him to work out. That's the better. That's idea. an option too. Yeah, uh, build a relationship with. This Absolutely. Man. Yeah, because uh, I yeah, remember. So, do you know Tim Gamerdinger? Mm-mm. He's he's one of your members. I'll start there. But you're new. I, I get it. He's a machine op there at Meadowside. Okay. Um, I'm not quite sure what line he works on. We worked together for probably a good five years. Okay. And there were some times in, in both of our lives where our depression was pretty high and, you know, just stuff. Well, we went down to the old gym. I don't know if you heard about the old gym. A little bit. But it's, it's where the, the, the new clinic is. The clinic is. Yep. Yeah. It's oh, literally yeah, been redone there. now. But that was like a dungeon down there. But, man, we were religious. We worked out together, you mm-hmm. know, and he was down a whole bunch. I was just mentally in a better place. Yep. So I totally get it. Um, but there's where, again, you know, let's find you somewhere. All right. Because <laughs> there are people here buddy. at Johnsonville who need and want this. Okay. So uh, you're not alone there. And what I find interesting is that we've interviewed so many different people and everybody has their own way of doing it. So Kurt has every um, electronic device that will help him be more successful. And he tracks to, that. Down to the percentage of like, well, I can't have caffeine after 11.05 because it, you know. And, and he tracks his sleep. He tracks his I'm, I'd be surprised if there weren't like a. Yeah, he's, he's got a whoop band, yeah. For I sure. wouldn't be surprised if he has some sort of plant, <laughs> chip, in chip his head? implanted yeah. in his brain. <laughs> Anyways. And then Steve Sorensen, who we just interviewed, he bikes and he he's he wants on the to do bike eight, all the time. What is it, eight thousand miles this year? He wants something to something nuts, insane. I, I blacked out when he started talking. It was <laughs> it was too much for my brain to handle. I was like, "You want a what?" And then yeah, the default. But it's a real thing, mm-hmm. you know. But there's guys out there who's doing all the different things to to be healthy, and I think that's great, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, but to Joe's point. When I first started here, too, I had a buddy. We went down religiously every I think every other day we would do it three times a week. We loved it. It was great. It's and then when he got separated from Johnsville, my my motivation died down because I didn't have the buddy there to be like, all right, yeah. we going get your energy pre-workout in. Let's go. Let's yep. do this. And, you know, I know how tough it can be when you're kind of doing it by yourself. And sometimes it's good. But, you know, it's better when you have a buddy. And so. honestly, you sound like the one. Who who doesn't necessarily need a buddy, but like you're gonna bring an army with you, you know, wherever you're going. Yeah. So that's really encouraging to hear. I'd be like working out next to you, be like, I'm not doing that. Like that's a lot, right there. I love. I'm gonna go with the little people. ones. I'm gonna do the little that's ones. That's fun too. for me. That's fun. Uh, a little mini torture session for me. <laughs> yeah, that's like, amazing. <laughs> so in terms of the actual, uh, this is just a Joe personal question. In terms of the martial arts stuff that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, is jiu-jitsu that is considered considered a part of martial arts? Yeah, it's a martial art. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, would you say you're to the level that you could teach others? No. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. 
why you want to learn because <laughs> i'm like well all winter long i was looking at different places mm. to go and um, there are some amazing jujitsu so um dave, dave fessenbecker oh no, yeah. sure yeah. he is competing in his first brazilian jujitsu tournament oh what next weekend what uh, the heck next podcast guest uh put that on the I calendar. mean, with him weekly. his daughter also competes here? i think she's nine Oh wow! So he's in a group that that yep. goes so he through. trains out of a gym in Manitowoc. So you gonna are you gonna join the gym or which? So I have <laughs> two tears in my hip right now that mm. I cannot train. Boo. I cannot do jujitsu. Will it will it heal until so you can eventually no, I need do it? surgery? Mm. So, so I had got great insurance. Yes, so I need a second <laughs> MRI <laughs> first. Uh, I already okay. had one. Okay. Yeah, I tore it. That's leg pressing, bad. leg pressing this summer. Okay. Or last summer. <laughs> We're gonna have to talk to Dave. We're gonna have to talk to Dave. Real uh, yeah, bad. yes. I want to bring his daughter in too. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's get the story. Dang. Yeah, there are some amazing jujitsu schools in the area. Okay. Really, mm-hmm. I definitely right, did not know that. Right here in it's Southeastern Wisconsin, it's gotten super popular. Like mm-hmm. it's it's really uh, up and coming. It's, and competing. it's great. I think it's good too in Wisconsin where the winter comes and you can still train in the in because it's indoors. You know, yeah, like. Uh-huh. Sometimes I think Wisconsin runs and, out of sports. And it's similar to wrestling, so people that are into wrestling mm. translate really well to jiu-jitsu. For a while there, uh, as I was doing my research, there's that, oh, I forget what it's called now, unfortunately. I haven't looked at this for a couple months, but um, it's the uh, the Israeli... Um, Krav Magra. Krav Maga. So That's funny story. what I want to do. Uh, jiu-jitsu. <laughs> so this is... This is the gym I trained at had a Krav section as <laughs> okay, well, and okay. on Saturday mornings, we shared the gym. We started at, I don't know, 6 a.m. to 8, and I think they started at like 7.30, but they'd get mm-hmm. there at 7. A little bit of overlap. So right? at about 7, we'd have to get off of that mat, okay. but not every Saturday, but most Saturdays, one of them would come over, oh and we would start a debate on which martial art is better, and not to poke at any people <laughs> but some of us the jujitsu practitioner said i don't know let's go on the mat and find out sure never once was taken <laughs> up on that offer. really never once did they even attempt okay. like we just said it like not in a mean way like no, not, no, in a, no, no, not no. in a combative way like let's see let's pretend like you've got a knife because that mm-hmm. would be their 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 thing was if he's got a knife what are you gonna do because we're not gonna I don't care about that. I'm going to break your arm off. Like the, sure. the hand that you're holding that knife with, I'm going to rip your arm off. Like oh. That's my goal. Okay. Krav is going to manipulate it and break, knock your wrist and oh. take yeah. the knife from you. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So it was, that was always the debate. What are you going to do if I'm on top of you with a knife? Mm-hmm. And it was, well, I'm going to try to remove your arm. <laughs> See, cause I am an intense person and I, in reading in on it, it sounded like that's where there's no rules. Like they will gouge eyes out and stuff. And not that I want to do that to people, but to be able but to know how to, you know, I know how to that's what it. I'm going with. And so that's where I was like, I want that. So not jujitsu is where it's at. Okay. Jiu-jitsu. So I'll rip an arm off Brazilian instead of gouging jiu-jitsu. an eye off. Oh, Joint okay. manipulation, choking. Oh, it's beautiful. There's, <laughs> there's no better way to start your day. Have you, have you been like choked out before? I've been right on the edge. Okay. And where I th- were you seeing stars? Yeah. Okay. I thought I was safer. Um, <laughs> kind of a funny story. It's a guy that I have a hundred pounds on, Danny Blackford, or not Danny Blackford, Dan it was Danny. I can't think of his last name at the moment. But he was newer, I was newer, we're rolling, and I thought I was in a position where I was perfectly safe. He had his I'm on top of him and he has his shin like right here. Okay. 
and I'm not worried about it. So I'm still attacking, and all of a sudden it's like, <gasps> um, <laughs> yeah, I can't breathe. So he wow. did what's called a gogo plata, where he used his shin to choke me, and I didn't know that was a thing. So yeah, surprise! <laughs> you just you go wake up from it. it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh wow. I've had people go to sleep. I've choked one guy out. He refused to tap. Wow. Oh. In practice or in an In act? practice. Okay. Okay. He had a real big ego. You got to check the ego at the door. Like, it's not. Sure. Everybody's there to learn. We're all getting the crap kicked out of us. Yeah. Right, oh, we're right. going to be somebody better. Okay. Um, huh. Highly recommend it for kids, too. Uh, for, like, anti-bullying stuff, mm. it is a fantastic tool because you're learning how to control somebody. It's not you're hitting them. You're not... Mm. It's I can control you. Subdue Got the it. situation kind of thing. Yes. Okay. And so do you miss it? I mean, you I miss you, it obviously, like crazy. Yeah. I miss it so badly to the point where I have tried through this hip injury. But if I go roll even, so that's what you call it. When you're fighting, it's rolling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so when you're rolling, like even if I would do one or two rounds where it's I'm rolling for three minutes, the next day I'm not going to walk. Like uh. it's going to take three days of excruciating pain and – Let's get that surgery going. Yeah, let's let's yeah. let's go fund me. Hopefully late this year. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. all right, good deal. Very good, very good. Yeah, and and when you um, if you end up getting like you know into the point you want to fight again or something like that, you should come back on and oh, absolutely. I or or update. if you start helping out other people or yeah, you know or if something comes out or whatever. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, just real quick, in in I think we're kind of wrapping up, but um. If you had advice for someone who was mm. in your shoes or mm-hmm. is in what you were in, um, what would it be? I, I've I've heard people say, well, the best uh, workout or program is the one you stick with or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. But how would you say someone should get started or my advice to everybody is just start slow. Like, don't okay. jump all in. Don't go do the whole don't don't do what I used to do and go buy every single supplement and a ton of workout clothes. Go buy yourself some workout clothes. Go do something, but try doing it slower. Make one sustainable change. But the biggest key for me is you can't do this with uh, an end gate, an end date. It can't be. Mm. I'm trying to lose weight for this wedding. I'm trying to lose weight for this birthday. I'm trying to lose. No, like you're going to change what you do today. So that you don't continue to be the same thing you are today. You got you got to get to a point where I'm not good with where I'm at today. I don't want to continue to be here, which means I have to change things and I have to permanently change things. Doesn't mean you got to change everything. I yeah. still eat McDonald's. Yeah. I still <laughs> eat Taco Bell. I still <laughs> eat a whole cheesecake or a bucket of ice cream. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> I just don't do it every single day. Oh, yeah. that's the key. Okay. Every other day is fine. I mean, for me, the biggest key I think was just start slow mm-hmm. and. Don't just do what other people tell you to do. Like, there is no magic workout. There's no magic pill. There's no magic answer. It's discipline. Like, that's discipline. The whole thing comes down to discipline. But my experience is start slow. Do plenty of research. There's a ton of information. Yeah, um, what was that website or the app you had? Fitbod. 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 Okay. Fantastic. You still use it? No. No. I okay. don't need to. Use I did for quite a level. while. Yeah. I just stopped. I, I don't plan my workouts. I don't take notes. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Like people ask me, what's your max management? I don't know. <laughs> like I know what it was a couple of years ago. I don't, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't track. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I'm nowhere near as hardcore as I once was. Yeah. I would say. Well, but it, it seems like it's a little bit more refined. Like you've it's, just, I've yeah. made it more livable. The sure. way I was living was not sustainable. Right, it was right. a year of nonstop training. Yes. I was in absolutely amazing physical shape. Mm-hmm. 
but my mental health wasn't any better than it was. Okay. So. Okay. Wow. Holy smokes. Well, I, for crying out loud, I appreciate you coming on. And it, you're making me feel like it's okay, Joe, that – because I've said it – I think I said it with Steve that uh, – unless it was off mic with Steve, but how – I physically look okay, right? But like, I'm starting to feel aches and pain. Stop it, Jeff. He's he's not agreeing. <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me right now? No. Uh, but I do start to feel these aches and pains, and obviously that's just age and all the things. But there is better things I could be doing. My my diet. I'm not one to go to McDonald's every day. I just don't eat, or I'll only drink coffee all day. Or, you know, I don't have much water in my system. I'll tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's just stuff like that where I know I could be doing better, but where do I start? What do I do? And then talking about, I mean, I've got three boys at home, young, four and younger, and then a, a stepdaughter. And where do I find the time to work out? Uh, I'm working too, you know. I, but There's always time. There's time. And and so that's what I'm learning from you. And so I appreciate that. And Everybody's got the same amount. I'm getting really excited about no. that idea. Go check it out. I don't know out. about that. Go check it out. I'm gonna. Do, I already all down, ages, I already downloaded all sizes, all shapes. I rolled with a guy that was 72 years old. Really? And he was still, and he was not in great shape. Like sure. He, he, and he comes every single day. Like really? it is a sport that anybody can do. Okay. All ages. Oh boy. Yes, Miranda, get ready. Kids. We're having a conversation. We're not gonna lots. I've seen <laughs> lots of gym? women's yeah. classes lately. Lots okay. and lots of women only jujitsu classes. Okay. Wow. Holy smokes, Mike. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Thanks, you're welcome me. back anytime. Yeah. And uh, I wish you all the best. Obviously, you. you're, you're new here to Johnsonville. Uh, reach out, um, whether it has to do with off the clock or anything else. So okay. Reach out uh, if you need help with anything. Um, all right. That's yeah, I just want to add to real quick. Like, if you're out there, no matter what size you are, what you are, like, there's a solution for you, mm-hmm. like, is all I'm saying. Because yep. we're all different. We all have different things. Like, Joe's excited about Jiu-Jitsu. I'm, I've already downloaded this FitBot app. Where I'm a, you know, we've been talking about making time. I've got two kids, too. My wife and I have – we're both trying to be better um, through diet and exercise. And we both, like, well, we want to spend time with the kids, you know. And these are formidable years. And, like, well – we want to be around for them in, in their other years. You know, you got to make decisions. And just with, you know, how uh, where you've come from where you were and, and, and other people are out there, probably the same thing. And whatever works for you, if it's the lifting or jujitsu or being like curtain, you know, macroizing everything you do or <laughs> or you're biking, find mm-hmm. something you love or rollerblading or whatever it is. Yeah. Wherever you're at, there is a there is a solution for you. It just to, to, to Mike's point, start small. And if you ever need anything, me, Joe, Mike. Steve, Kurt, whoever, yeah, somebody's out there to help you through reach it. Reach out, yeah. Uh, don't don't get in a. You don't have to do it on your own. Where, yeah, yeah. You, you there's like tons stuck. and tons of help. You said yeah. something very interesting that sparked something real short. So you mentioned about the kids and making time for the kids. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say, "I'm willing to die for my kids," mm-hmm. but are you willing to live for your kids? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a it's great a, point. It's a strong message, and that's what sure. I'm feeling because. They're literally four and younger. I want to play football with these kids when they're 12, 13, 14. And you want to set an example for exactly. how they should eat. So yeah. uh, at 36 years old here, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Slowly it's not going to get better <laughs> yep. uh, if I don't change this. So yep. uh, I really appreciate this conversation. This has been great for me, and I hope so for the audience as well. Um, yep. Reach out if you've got any questions for Mike or, or anything. Yeah, if you're not inspired right now to, to go do something. Check your pulse. Yeah. 
<laughs> you're dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's literally what kind of you know, if you're not inspired, then yeah. yeah. Listen to this one, Kurt Steves. Yeah, there, there are others even in the in the older in the archives that uh, people were working out and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. My uh, pleasure. If you wouldn't mind closing us out for today. Absolutely. This is Mike Forster, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Thank <laughs> you.